You're listening to the all-new KBLU Radio Network. That's the Blue Raven Network. You're listening to the all-new KBLU Radio Network, Blue Raven Network. Thank you for listening. Often duplicated, never replicated. You're listening to the all-new KBLU Radio Network, Blue Raven Network. Set up. 
you could use a break. We got you with a motel job and we're talking to your friend Bello. You don't want to have to go back to jail, be a nice fellow. You'll be doing society a favor. Let some of the bitches brave and getting braver. We want to put his ass in the stir. We want to pin this triple murder on him. He ain't no gentleman jail. Ruben's cards were marked in advance. The trial was a pig circus, he never stood a chance. The judge made Ruben's witnesses drunkards from the slums. He was just a crazy nigga No one doubted that he pulled the trigger So they could not produce the gun The DA said he was the one Who did the deed And they all went Jerry and Ray Now all the criminals and their coats and their ties I'm free to drink martinis and watch the sunrise While Ruben sits like Buddha in a ten-foot cell An innocent man in a living hell Yes, that's the story of the hurricane But it won't be over till they clear his name Give him back the time he's done Put in a prison cell for one time he could have been The champion of the Blog Talk Radio. Has the whole world gone mad? What's going on? How can they do that? Can Christians have demons? Why are politicians so detached? Need answers to these questions? You'll find it here, skydensler.org, where you will hear the facts. When it comes to the biblical truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God, about what's really going on in America and the rest of the world. ScottHensler.org reveals what the churches in America fail to tell you about the true spirit realm concerning demonic activity, mental illness, and even the basis of hardcore evil that is sweeping mankind. Remember, you cannot negotiate with evil, you have to eradicate it. It's not too late. That's right, it's not too late. This is Scott Hensler on Blog Talk Radio, scotthensler.org. The first show, this is the first show, what I'm going to do is discuss what is going on out there in the world and in your personal life that is dealing with the spiritual aspect. When I say that, I'm not talking about New Age. I'm not talking about psychiatry or any of the other divinations. I'm talking about the spirit realm where God, the God of heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit are along with us in this battle on this world <clears throat> or on this rock. And I know that yourself, through the years, have had issues, had problems. You feel like you've been under a curse. Maybe you're dealing with demonic uh, manifestations. You have night terrors. You have 
relationships that are so bad that I remember seeing a saying that said, uh, I am so miserable without you as if you are here with me. And I can attest that I've been in those types of relationships too. But before I go into that, I'd like to talk a little bit about myself. Um, I've been in the technical field for over 30 years. I spent 20 years with Motorola. I spent several years with Intel. I even spent a couple of years with uh, the General Electric Laboratories. I was not a Christian until 94. After a divorce, uh, I was trying to find truth. I was trying to find what really was the real world, what was really going on out there. <clears throat> now, I had been in March Marts as a child for quite a few years, and now I realize that that spiritual connection that I made while I was in martial arts, because I wasn't just learning self-defense, I was actually into the whole uh, history, the culture, and sort of lived. Well, that uh, opened up a door of divination, because I was allowing something to be an idol. I was allowing the spiritual aspects, the the type of behavior that usually goes along with uh, the meditation and the type of uh, influences that that culture can bring is a complete open door to divination. Anyways, down the road, after this divorce, I didn't know it, but inside me was spirits of witchcraft, divination, pharmacaea. I had been in drugs. I had been, you know, done about everything. Um, had lived a, a very promiscuous sexual life, so I had to accumulate many spirits with that aspect. And now that I was searching, I was trying to find true new age, true occult purposes, practices, a better life. But one night when I was trying to connect to the spirit realm, otherwise I was uh, doing the transcendental meditation, I had opened a porthole or some type of gate and allowed the demonic to infiltrate my bedroom about 11 o'clock at night. It was the most incredible, frightening experience. And I, and I have to say, I think what was really the most frightening about it is, was that even though when you're not in Christ, God is still here. And at that moment, if God said, well, if you want to deal with this, if this is what you want to see, then here it is. And it was like outer darkness. There was no more presence of God, no more Holy Spirit, which I never, you know, was able to connect to before. But now with it gone, the contrast was so horrific that I knew I was in trouble. And these spirits, just like some movie coming out of the ground, coming out of the air, coming all over, were coming at me to take me down. Well, just prior, a week prior to that, I had talked to a Christian, and he had convinced me to buy a Bible. So at the head of my bed was the New and Old Testament Bible. And something inside me said, rebuke it. And so what I did is I reached out and I grabbed that Bible and I said, God, make these things go away. Bam. 
It happened. It was done. They were gone. But just like any trauma, and I can assure you that I was very shaken up, that even though they were gone, I knew I had done something. Now I knew that I had done something terribly wrong. I went out of my bedroom. I went into my living room. Now, if you remember, I said it was around 11 o'clock. I now looked at the clock. What seemed like five minutes was now 2 o'clock at night. I turned on the TV, and I'm not a supporter of Benny Hinn. There's certainly pros and cons, but he was on the TV. It was, I guess it was TVM, and he was doing an altar call. Well, I knew right then who I was going to serve. I had seen the demonic. I had seen the dark side. I had seen hell, and I wanted nothing to do with it. And so I cried out to God. And at that very moment, I knew I had made the right decision. I knew that there was a God who loved me and that this was the way and not through New Age, not through occult practices, not through pharmacia, not through any other means, but the means of God of the universe, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible. Well, I immediately fell asleep. I wouldn't have thought I could, but I did. When I woke up, I had to go to work the next day. <clears throat> On the way in, I felt like the world had been lifted off my shoulders from from all the junk that had been on top of me that I didn't know was accumulating over the years. I'll get into that in more detail because uh, with that happening, that can determine how we act out in life. That can start to uh, morph our personalities, sort of a survival. Things aren't going right, so this is what I have to do to to get up every day and and so forth. But now I felt free. Well, unknowing to me, and it took years later to find out what was going on, That even though I had come to Christ, I had not got rid of the Spirit. I had not renounced. I had not rebuked. I had not been baptized. I had not been delivered. So I was carrying my junk with me into my walk with God, with Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And it took a while to meet the right Christian. Not everybody in the church knows of the spirit realm. And unfortunately, I would say 90% of the Christians are sitting in the pews going to hell, which is very unfortunate. Now, I was raised as a Lutheran, and I say that, not to say that to, to, to put anyone down. I was one of you because I didn't know. But now I knew. And I knew who I was going to serve. And I knew that... I think probably because of the training of the martial arts that, that uh, you know, you're, you're in a green mode when everything's fine. You're walking down an alley, you're in a yellow mode. Someone steps out from behind the garbage can, you're in red mode, right? Well, yellow and red are probably what we need to always be considering because the spirit realm is going to always attack. They hate us. 
since we're made in the image of God and they were damned centuries ago. And we'll get into that because I believe that they're the spirits of the Nephilim, which Book of Enoch and, and uh, the New and Old Testament and Paul discusses very much about that. <clears throat> but a lot of the church people don't have a clue. They have issues in their life and problems and they don't they don't understand. But I was finding out and as I talked to spirit-filled Christians who knew about deliverance and knew how to pray and knew how to break curses and getting me to learn how to renounce, how to deliver myself and to move forward, every step forward was a struggle because I now kicked the ant bed. I now had a bunch of bad ants, hence demons, that were not going to allow me to move forward. They didn't want to give up their ground. They had been with me for, for you know, my whole life. I, I was 838 then, and all the stuff I had been involved with. So, as I renounced them and uh, got rid of these things, and, and when they can come out, they can come out through yawning, they can, they can come out through like a pressure lift, lifted off of your head, or they can just leave. Illnesses can leave. Anxieties can leave, depression can leave, um, compulsive disorders, uh, addictions, things like that can leave. Now, there needs to be <clears throat> a larger cleansing, which, which I'll talk about later for the deliverance ministry, because we've all been, we've been called to cast out demons. Christ said, you shall cast out demons. Now, if you believe in, in God and you believe in Scripture, then why is the church not casting out demons? So I ended up spending the next years, even though I had gotten somewhat uh, cleaned up, I still hadn't gotten rid of the gatekeeper. I still hadn't gotten rid of the strong man. I still hadn't gotten rid of the big boys. Well, they let the small ones. They let the, the, the lower, because it's like, uh, like an army. You've got different levels. You've got different categories. You've got different... Uh, strengths and powers, and then whatever sin you committed, that gives the rights and then the amount of uh, power that they had over you. But there's still generational sin. Sin of my father and mother and grandfather and grand, you know, all the way down the line. Those had to be broken. I may have gotten a lot around of me, but I still had some stuff in my family bloodline that I had to deal with. So, my point was that about two years into my walk, now I was on fire for Christ. I was like a sponge. I couldn't get enough food. I wanted more, and I wanted more, and I wanted more. Two years into my <clears throat> walk, I met a woman who I thought God had brought. And I know a lot of you can relate to this, whether you're a man or a woman. Mate comes, and you think everything is just hunky-dory. And then you find out that hell came to breakfast after you married. You can wait six months, you can wait a year. But if you're truly sent from the devil, he's got all the time in the world to, to a degree. Obviously, end times are coming, but my point is that they've been patient long enough, they'll simply, like the Illuminati, have a, a, a hundred-year structure, a ten-year structure, or a one-year structure. Because in the spirit realm, they have a timeline or the ability to know things that we don't. And so, anyways, I was being set up. 
and I was set up. And after my marriage, within two weeks, I realized that I had married an axe murderer. Now, this was a, a woman who I thought was in love with Christ, and I think was to a point, uh, but she was so heavily infected with spirits that caused borderline personality disorder, and I didn't even know what that was. So when I went to the church, when I went to counselors, when I went to psychiatrists, when I went to doctors, nobody helped me. And it got worse, and it got worse, and it got worse. I've got a stack of police reports, medical reports, uh, psychology reports that have to do with the whole situation. And then finally, the whole thing blew up. Now, in the meantime, I'm thinking that I needed to be a Christian who, who was not going to divorce, and I don't wish divorce on anybody. It's terrible. It's a breaking away. It's a tearing of your soul. It's, it's horrible. It's why God hates it. Now, it is a forgivable sin because everything's put under, under the cross, and so I chose to fight, but not knowing what I was doing, not knowing how to pray in the spirit realm, I basically was just beat to a pole. And when it all finally blew up, I literally crawled into a deliverance ministry in Phoenix, not having a clue of really what had happened. And it took about six months to get to get cleaned up, but the the infection rate of demons was increased on me because of the sexual content nature in the marriage, because of the abuse in the marriage, the transfers of spirits during the marriage, and even uh, prior. So as these things <clears throat> were brought out of me, the pain, the suffering, the, tra the trauma, post-traumatic stress, all the issues were being lifted off to me, and I was being brought back again to where I was, literally, uh, ten years earlier, nine years earlier, <clears throat> and then I knew that this was a ministry that I had to continue in because I knew there were other people out there, man or woman. This has nothing to do with women, because a man who has borderline personality disorder most likely is in jail. They don't get away with those type of games. It isn't just borderline; it's witchcraft, it's occult activity. Uh, from there, you know, I dealt with the Illuminati, I dealt with the KKK, I dealt with everything. So I've got about 13 years now of battling for other people, literally sometimes going to the ground, chairs being knocked over, being pushed down, screamed at, spit at, clawed, kicked, punched. It's amazing. But we have not been given a spirit of fear, but a power of love with sound mind. And so with that, there was no fear during this. It just made me angry that this was happening to a child. And so here I am, and I want to try and give this knowledge to you if you're struggling, if you're hurting, if you're in a situation you don't know, the church doesn't know. And believe me, those pastors that have not indulged in the deliverance ministry, because one-third of Christ's ministry was healing the sick, setting the captives free, restoring sight to the blind, and getting the lame to walk. Isaiah 61 which he read, later read in the temple from the scrolls, and from that point on was commanded for us to do it. And greater things we shall do. God loves us. He doesn't want us to suffer, but as he said, we will perish from lack of knowledge. And if the church hasn't been taught teaching us all these years, then most of us haven't a clue. So here we are. 
And we're also approaching the end times. And my other goal is those people who are infected, who are dealing with things, when the rest of the demonic is released in these end times, and even full physical Nephilim or hybrids being roaming the earth with incredible attitudes of the spirits that re-inhabit them again from the prior to the flood, and I'll get into that into another teaching. I don't want any part of that. I don't want to be infected. I don't want to be used in the end times. Can you imagine how ridiculous it is for anyone to think in, in the Valley of Armageddon that, that you're going to be able to take on the Most High God? You'd have to be demonized. You'd have to be a Nephilim. You'd have to be a fallen angel. You'd have to be a demon. You'd have to be some type of mixed hybrid or infected human with spirit to think that you could do such things. Now, I've seen complete manifestations where people were taken completely over and not able to do anything about it because nobody intervened. Nobody was an interceptor. Nobody was like them. I've seen people taken to the ground and do the most horrible, horrific things sexually because they couldn't help themselves. And it went on for hours, went on for days, and sometimes weeks to where they were so weak because they couldn't even physically get themselves off the ground because of their manifestations. They haven't eaten, they haven't taken any water. But it is amazing that they were still alive. And so I believe in the end times that's what's going to happen. So my point and my goal is to make sure that you, the listener, that is not going to be an instrument, a tool, a puppet, to be puppeteered. I am not going to allow that on my watch. And so I'm going to give you the knowledge I'm going to share my experiences. I'm going to pass on to you what the churches should have been doing Then hopes because God wishes that nobody should perish. He wishes that all come to the understanding. And he loves us. He created us. And he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross willfully. Jesus willfully sacrificed himself do you realize how powerful that is? Do you realize what he had to go through, not just the physical, but I can assure you that as I've seen the tormenting that takes place with demonic infestation, that he was tormented as well, but he had a new, he had no sin, he knew no sin, and so they didn't have the ability to get to him like they would, you know. I can assure you, again, that he was tempted, but he prevailed. He prevailed. Now, since we are fallen, that we're a product of the mistakes of, of the garden, that we know sin. And so the demonic realm is like a courtroom. You go into a courtroom and you've done harm, you've done crimes, you've broken the law, and now the demons have a right to you because of the laws that you've broken, because of the sins that you've committed. And so with Christ stepping in and giving us the power and the authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free, it's our job. It is our job to do it. And so I want to be... Uh, someone that helps you through that to understand. And you yourself may need delivered. And just think, could you imagine a whole church full of delivered individuals that had no more 
understand you know, or, or entryways uh, where the demons didn't have right to them, and now they were who God intended them to be, not who the devil intended. Could you imagine how powerful they'd be? They would shape the nation. Our nation wouldn't be where it is now. So that's what I want. Anyways, visit my website, scotthensler.org, S-C-O-T-T-H-E-N-S-L-E-R dot O-R-G. And go to the contact page if you need prayer, and I would love to pray for you. I would love to bring you out. And if you have questions, uh, if you need even a deliverance over the phone, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. If I can save one of if I can bring one of you out of the torment, if I can get, just think, if you're saved, just think of the people you lay hands on. I can't tell you, I, I dealt with thousands of people. It was another day in the job. People manifesting to the right, to the left, spirits coming out. You know, nothing is more satisfying than a little girl who's terribly tormented with night terrors. And when it's all done, looks up at you with those half little eyes, but there's a spark back in it now that wasn't there and said, I feel better. How do you pass that out? Well, you were a child once, too, and you were tormented. You were abused. Now you're an adult with adult pain. And you're probably passing it on to others. You've got to stop. And so that's my goal. That's what I wanted to, and I will do it. So go to my website, scotthensler.org. Go to contact and email me, and uh, I can probably set a time up for you. I'm going to do more teachings. I'm going to break it down and um, be more specific. This is the first broadcast. I just wanted to introduce myself and have you understand where I'm coming from. God loves you. There is only one God. All the rest are, are fakes. The Holy Spirit has been mimicked by the devil using witchcraft and all the other things. But there's only one God, and that's the God of the universe, the God of the Bible. And he loves you, and we will move forward and do what we can. I thank you again, scotthensler.org. Thank you. Thousands of items, 47 categories, 101 name brands. Attention all outdoor geeks now listening to this broadcast. Your outfitters of outdoor gear and electronic gadgets is WildernessGeek.com. Discover a retail superstore of emergency survival, firearms, tactical accessories, camping, boating, hunting, and search and rescue gear like the life-saving laser flares used by Coast Guard and other rescue agencies. WildernessGeek.com is your electronic supplier of two-way and shortwave radios, GPSs, marine electronics, and portable solar chargers. Plus, WildernessGeek.com has experienced emergency search and rescue service personnel to help you find what you need and learn how to use it. And the best part? Free shipping on orders of $100 or more in the continental U.S. Plus, 5% discount to all radio listeners and rescuers. Go to WildernessGeek.com. That's WildernessGeek.com, the electronic outdoor emergency survival gear superstore.
And I saw the white horse ridden by a man with bow and arrow And he wore a golden crown And he rode a trail so narrow And he went forth to conquer
You're listening to the all-new KBLE Radio Network. That's the Blue Raven Network. Never replicated. You're listening to the all-new KBLU Radio Network, Blue Raven Network.